Hi, this is Netta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. listening to the free form rock podcast is everybody in is everybody in is everybody in the ceremony is about to begin i mean a week was like a lifetime of anyone else in 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 certain certain ways uh, because he could certainly i mean a week could be an adventure I mean, he, he, his mother put him on a plane once. He went to see his folks in Australia, put him on a plane. And, uh, you know, uh, in London, you know, the, the, the guy who was doing our tour manager went to collect him. You know, he was going to meet him at the airport. And he, he got to the airport and he called us up and said, no bot, you know. <laughs> so for like a week, week later, he gets a call from the airport and Bond said, I'm here. Uh, can you come pick me up? And the guy got there and he goes, he's standing here, he's only got a pair of, uh, pair of pants on. He's got no shirt. It's, it's, it's like the middle of winter, you know, freezing. He's just got no shirt, no socks. And he's, and, and he's going, where you been? Everyone's been worried. And he says, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> but yet his mother had put him on the plane. You know, she had seen him getting on the airplane. And he, he says he thinks he followed some, some girl off at... <laughs> she got off the plane in Bangkok or something. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know, but he didn't know <laughs> where he had been or what he got up there. Yeah. The rock icons in ACDC have been churning out their powerful anthems for close to five decades, moving millions around the world and inspiring legions of musicians to date. This week we celebrate the 40th anniversary of their landmark album, Highway to Hell, the iconic release we're still in love with today. This is Frank from Metal Injection with 10 facts about ACDC's Highway to Hell that you may not know. Although it's known that the famous title track chronicles the perils of a grueling tour schedule, Highway to Hell is also the nickname for the Canning Highway in Australia. It runs from where lead singer Bon Scott lived in Fremantle and ends up at a pub called The Raffles, the local rock and roll drinking spot in the 1970s. Despite the album being their sixth studio release, the title track was the first ACDC song to chart in the US. It helped drive huge sales for the Highway to Hell album, which has sold over 7 million copies in America. The album also marks their last with vocalist Bon Scott, who died in 1980 from excessive drinking. We're an album band, we're a road album band, you know, singles don't mean a pinch to anybody. Highway to Hell might have been the album that charted ACDC in America, but months before the band entered the studio, they toured the US and captivated many peers like Eddie Van Halen and Thin Lizzy guitarist Gary Moore, saying, In Cleveland, they blew us off the stage fucking killed us. Their performance with Aerosmith at the Los Angeles Forum would also captivate 15-year-old James Hetfield, who was blown away by ACDC's performance three years before he formed Metallica. This was the first ACDC album not produced by Angus and Malcolm's older brother, George Young, and the band had a tough time with the process. The band had explained in interviews that they were under immense pressure from Atlantic Records to make a hit album, and were forced to work with an outside producer. The band was initially paired with Eddie Kramer, best known for his work with Zeppelin and Hendrix. The two would not get along, however. Within a few days of working together, Kramer suggested the band record a cover of the 1960s hit, Give Me Some Lovin'. 
Malcolm Young promptly called their manager to fire Kramer and put an end to the recording session. ACDC manager at the time, Michael Browning, quickly presented his New York City flatmate and up-and-coming producer Robert Mutt Lang to take over the recording sessions. Atlantic Records would eventually agree, and the pair would go on to change the fate of ACDC's career forever, with three of the most iconic albums of all time. The recording process was longer than anything ACDC had experienced at the time, spending nearly three months with Lang working and reworking songs. In interviews, Angus Young has stated, he was meticulous about sound, getting right guitars and drums. He would zero in, and he was good too on the vocal side. Even Bond was impressed with how he can get his voice to sound. According to many recounts of the experience, including recording engineers, Lang was responsible for the band's overall growth as musicians, further training Bond Scott how to breathe while singing, and adding in backing vocals, as well as helping Angus with guitar solos, all making him a significant factor in delivering one of the most iconic records in rock history. Despite the tremendous efforts by manager Michael Browning in working the band to be a worldwide act, ACDC let him go during the album cycle to be replaced by Peter Mensch. When asked recently if he harbors any resentment towards the band, Michael Browning stated, Not at all. It was a very stressful gig in the end. I mean, they were very demanding, and I think I was smoking about two packs of cigarettes a day. And every time the phone would ring, I'd light up. And I quite believe I wouldn't be here today if it hadn't turned out that way. The question is, did the band ACDC drive him onto a personal highway to hell? The final track on the album Night Prowler became the center of controversy years later, when serial killer Richard Ramirez, known as the Night Stalker, was known to be a big fan of the band. Police reported Ramirez was known to wear the band's t-shirt and once left an ACDC hat at one of the crime scenes. The very loose connection led to a newspaper article that read, ACDC Music Made Me Kill 16. The band was clearly sickened and confused by the association. At the very end of the album, the last thing you hear is vocalist Bon Scott saying, which many at the time would recognize as a reference to Robin Williams' character in the TV show Mork and Mindy. Nanu, nanu. On February 19, 1980, just days after the band began writing sessions for their follow-up album, vocalist Bon Scott was found lifeless in the back of his friend's car after a night of drinking at Music Machine in London. Although the exact events that led to his death continues to be a heavily debated mystery over 40 years later, the official cause was listed as acute alcohol poisoning and classified as death by misadventure. The band considered breaking up after the passing of vocalist Bon Scott, but it was Scott's family who convinced the remaining members to carry on. On. To this day, Bon Scott continues to be a rock icon and lives through the torch that ACDC continues to carry worldwide as they churn out their legendary anthems and continue on their highway to hell. And that's our list. Please hit the like button and subscribe to Metal Injection for more updates. Alright, you know where you're at. You just heard it in the beginning, didn't you? Uh, okay, man. I I'd like to introduce Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, you picked this, man. This is your episode. Hey, what's up, man? How y'all doing today, man? We have a really cool guest, one of my favorites, Jeff Beers. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing super duper, man. <laughs> yeah. I got a question. When are you not doing super duper? I'm curious. Um, you know, I know, um, I know. When am I not? I know. I'm I not know. sure. I know. When? When what? butt rock, when I post butt rock, you're kind of mad. Oh, <laughs> well, not really. I'm not, like, mad. Um, I don't know. Music doesn't really make me mad at even the stuff I don't like. Oh, that's cool, man. I know. Isn't it weird how people get mad when you don't like what they like? 
It's like I mean, it doesn't really make me mad. It's just like, oh, that's that's pretty bad, you know. Like I went to see Alice Cooper. Um, what was it? A couple weeks ago, and somebody was playing like all summer long, and then they played some Kid Rock song that I'd never heard of before. That's was pretty bad, but it didn't really make me mad. Yeah, it just yeah. that, made me go horrible. up. Yeah. It is pretty bad, but it just made me go up to my car and, you know, crank the Alice Cooper, you know, or the Ministry or, you know. <laughs> what kind of stereo do you have in your car? Do you have, like, some woofers and some amps? Oh, no, no, no. I had, like, a boombox. It was, oh, like, a oh, boombox. Yeah, I, I saw that. You had, like, one of the old school boomboxes I used to have, like, walking yeah. the streets. Yeah, with my dogs. Uh, playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some I, cars I bring, or some Def Leppard, you know. Yeah, I bring that when I go uh, to the concerts, tailgating, having the the beer before the show, you know. Dude, I bought a I bought a car in 2020, a Corolla, and the stereo sucked. So I went and upgraded. Got a huge amp. Got a fucking big old 12 inch woofer in the back. Got four new speakers. The fucking thing rocks now. I fucking pull up people playing. Pull up to people playing Black Sabbath with their windows open, and they eventually close them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I never played what? He played Night Ranger first. Well, lines. yeah, oh. I, I played. What? No, I seen them roll up their windows on on Ozzy. That's <laughs> got fucking assholes. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Now, now we've got you know the star of the show who always goes last. Fast Trainer, what's up, my brother? Hey, I'm doing uh, pretty good. A little, little tired, you know. Being the star, I'm always on demand, and uh, of course, recorded some stuff yesterday with some fine folks, and back on the attack today with uh, a really, really, really good band. I have to say, yeah. I think really, 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 really good. So happy to be back on the show and uh, doing some good shit today. I believe. Yeah, man, uh, we got we got Jeff fucking Radical Beers here, and we got fucking Jerry. You know, you picked this episode, Jerry, and but but before we get into this, man, what's going on with you guys? Let's start with you, Jerry. Oh, that man, still working on a couple of shows on my own. Um, just started looking into some possible wrestling shows with uh, my fellow co-star here. If he's still interested, I still want to do that. That would be fun, and Jeff Beers, you'd have to guest on a wrestling show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, wrestling, man. Like, yeah, I like wrestling. It's full of rabbits. It's cool. That's right. Yeah, we're still, still waiting to do my first show of the Three Shots. Now, Case had some personal issues the last couple of weeks. He's lost a member of the family, so. Yeah, that's to Kate, man. Just to get her stuff cleared, and we're going to work on uh, that show, and, uh, you know what? I picked ACDC Highway to Hell. I mean, pretty sure that we're all going to be in agreement on this album. I guess it's not to be reviewed. I guess this is just to be celebrated, I, I guess. I don't know. And I can't picture any of us saying anything bad about this album. I mean, it's possible, I guess, but highly unlikely. Mark maybe doesn't like it. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, yeah, this is the worst um, album I heard since Ghost. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, this is going to be fun. Like I said, I'm pretty sure we all know what we're going to say. So this is pretty much a good celebration of a classic album. <laughs> yeah, so let's go around the horn here. Let's start. Uh, Charles, man, well, how you doing first? Oh, man, if I was any better, I'd be you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Compliment or a dig? 
Well, you got to think about it. It's uh, none of those... Why? Why are you making me think? I just had a fucking bong rip. That ain't cool. Know. That's what I do from time to time. I'm mean, with thoughts here. Oh, fuck me. But what, what else we got? ACDC. They do not suck. <laughs> That's about all I can say about this group. So we get in the review. Yeah. But, of course, uh... that's Bond album. And uh, spoiler alert, it's my favorite ACDC album. So I don't think it'll be too much pain today. Yeah, uh, Jeff, man, uh, we already asked you how you were doing, but I want to start off like, uh, I forget to do this sometimes, but uh, Jerry, who's your MVP and and uh, idiot of uh, ACDC? <laughs> I mean, and the less, the less, the less guy or whatever. I don't know. It's pretty obvious that Angus. Oh, is the weakest link. I mean, there you go. Angus is definitely the MVP of ACDC. I mean. Uh... But I will say that Malcolm was definitely the backbone of the band, in my opinion. But as uh, far as the weakest link, oh, man. Um, oh, God. It's a tough one. Um, shit, I can't remember his name. Who was the ball drummer they had? No, see, you're going to pick the Midnight Oil singer. That's not fair. He was a pretty good drummer. All right. Well, it's tough to... Is there really a weakest link to this thing? The bassist. Cliff Cliff awesome. Plus rules. Well, you can't um, you can't pick Phil Rudd. You can't pick Malcolm. Well, he did. He did get into a couple legal issues, but other than that, I can't really pinpoint a bad member. You know, uh, a weakest link of ACDC, man. Fucking solid band, dude. I mean, uh, I have no weakest link. I got one. Okay, we'll get to you last because you're the star. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Jeff, who's your MVP and weakest link of ACDC? Uh, you know, uh, Simon Wright. Yeah, I like Simon Wright. <laughs> He's right. my favorite member. Damn. 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 How many albums did uh, he play on? Uh, <laughs> one? He played, uh, no, no, he played on, uh, Blow Up Your Video. He was on Who Made Who. Yeah, that was basically um, a Greatest Hits album, Who Made Who, though. Yeah, but dude, who made who? That was a huge hit. Yeah, one song. So uh, uh, he did the uh, he did the score for uh, Maximum Overdrive. So like DT or in, um, case the Ace. Damn. Um, maybe like Mark Mark Evans. Mark Evans, the original singer. Mark Evans. <laughs> Least valuable, Mark Evans. Good yeah, choice. See? But did he ever record with them? Or yeah, yeah. he did. Yes. Yeah, he has some yeah. songs actually. I think I think you can hear him actually on YouTube if you look. Yeah, but every, yeah. every recorded album is all Bon or Brian. I never heard him. I had never heard him like Deep Purple having all these singers. Um, there's like some performances, like some TV performances with him. Oh, I know he's out there acting like he's in ACDC right now touring. But uh, <laughs> who's your weakest link then? Oh, we didn't know Axl Rose. How about that? You stole my thunder. You stole my thunder. Axl DC fucking ruled, man. Axl DC. Oh, man. Dude, they were doing DC. They were doing like fucking this album. I mean, they were doing some Bond songs that just fucking ruled, dude. Dude, you stole my joke from Charles. Damn it. Fuck, I can't use it now. Yeah, Brian oh. Jackson sing those barn songs, dude, and properly. I mean, call. Oh, uh, you know, I like Mark Evans more than uh, Axl Rose. 
And ACDC. Can we talk about cheese? Cheese? Yeah, I like yeah. To, I like to get like a cool sharp cheddar. Okay, all right. But uh, so <laughs> your weakest link is Axl Rose. So I'll go next. Uh, right. Actually, Jeff, I was gonna say that to piss off Charles, but since you said it, I'll, I'll actually tell the truth this time, uh, because I thought Axel was actually great in ACDC or Axel DC. So I've seen the videos, and I would have liked to have seen that myself. But uh, I'm gonna say the weakest link in ACDC is Chris Slade. <laughs> and uh, the freaking MVP has always been Angus, man. Without him, he's the fucking fire to that band. It's like, people don't go to see the singers. I don't even think they went to see Bond. They want to see that guitar player in a schoolboy uniform prancing around the stage, tearing off his clothes, fucking acting like he's on meth. Angus Young is the MVP of ACTC. Charles. Uh, to me, the MVP is Malcolm Young. And uh, I, it's the least valuable. It's fucking Simon Wright. Since AC, <laughs> oh. it's Axl Rose is Jeff Beer's least valuable. Oh, uh, uh, oh, he played on Fly I, on the Wall also. Simon yeah, how is he the most valuable ACDC guy? Um, well, because I, I met him and he was very nice to me. I met him a couple times. That, he was super uh, nice. God damn it, Jeff. He was, he was very bad. nice. Yeah. No, he was like super cool. Like he was like smoking a cigarette. I've seen him like with a bunch of different bands. I've seen him with Queens, right? Yeah, um, the Dio yeah. Disciples. Um, I think those are the only two. But that's still that's still something. And he but was he like never, always. He, he cool. never sticks with a band, dude. He's always like in and out. It's like it's a tournament. Um, he was a deal for like a long time. Well, I know that. Well, so you're wrong. <laughs> no, I, but I'm saying he doesn't have like a main band. He's like Kenny Azenoff. He just plays well, with whoever hires Dio. him. Yeah. Dio, that, that's his main band. He was in there from like uh, Lock Up the Wolves until I think very end until Dio joined Sabbath, right? Yeah, but I'm saying he's, I'm... Not, he's not in a... He's like not a face of a band. You don't think of Simon Wright of ACDC or Dio band. You think of fucking... Uh, Vinny a piece, man. <laughs> in Dio's band. Uh, I think when I think Simon Wright, I think ACDC, man. Oh, wow. Especially with that, uh, the Red Wings hockey jersey that he wears. <laughs> well, that's some hometown reffing kind of shit. There, Eric Gardens P. George. Um, Jeff Beers. I'm a Flames fan, actually. You're a Flames fan? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And they lost last night. They lost, lost or, uh, was it night before? Yeah, they lost. Uh, pretty Jeff, bad. Can I, season. Jeff, can I say something and you don't get offended by it? Fuck your flames. Sure. They beat my Kings last year. <laughs> yeah, and they like lose quite a bit. Too. Dude, we had so... that series and you guys came back on us. We were up three one. What the? We were fuck? like, uh, we were like winning like every other game. Like it was kind of like it would like we would lose, but then the next game we would win. It, it, it's so bizarre. Yes, people, I'm just not a Niner and a Dodger fan. I like the Lakers and the Kings. But, uh, man. Go Florida Panthers. Go Florida Panthers. Who? Uh, Who? I mean, Who? I think Mark is way too harsh on the, the lead singer of Midnight Oil. I mean, for not being a great drummer normally, <laughs> he does really well with this band, I think. I think he's underrated. Uh, I, I like that album, dude. But it's like, well, I'd I pick Simon Wright, too, now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> I, I know who Chris Slade is, and I know who Phil Rudd is. I forgot about the Simon Wright era of ACDC. So there you go. Dude, You're Simon right. Wright, the uh, drum beat to uh, Who Made Who? That's a pretty... You, yeah, you know, yeah, you, when what? you think Who Made Who, you think of the drum, drum beat. drum beat to Highway to Hell and, and fucking Back in Black? Come on. Phil Rudd kicks Simon Wright's ass. Um, uh, I don't know. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't know, dude. That guy has some, uh, he seems, maybe, but not, well, this he's maybe. a pretty bad guy, man. So, uh, this, uh, you gotta be bad. but I'm saying he does kick his ass, probably literally, because, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> right? I'm sorry no for laughing. Punk-ass bitch to play rock and roll like Simon Wright. You gotta be a man, like Phil Rudd. I mean, he's a nice guy. I'll give you that one. You say he's a nice guy, I'm going to say okay. But well, Simon Wright does some good stuff. Like, well, it's well, not like he's really bad you, or anything. But the point is, Jeff, when you think ACDC, you don't think of Simon Wright at all. I do. <laughs> you're, you're different, but 99% of the population will not know Simon Wright was an ACDC. I am a fucking um, and I... I Support if they know this. Simon Wright, they would probably know that he was an ACDC. No, they would they, they, they think Phil Rudd or Chris Slade. They don't think no, it's Simon Ah, I don't know. I think Simon Chris Slade only played on that one album. That was a great album. Yep. I like that album. Yep. I'm starting to change my mind. You're, you're uh, motivating me to change my mind there. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least <laughs> with Simon Wright, you can, like, like kind of, like, picture or, like, like know the drum beat to Who Made Who. Well, I love. You can't really think of any drum beats. I love blow up your back video. in black drum beat, highway to hell drum beat. No, I said Chris Slade. Oh, Chris, Chris, Slade. Slade. Chris Slade, Thunderstruck, dude. Thunder. Yeah, that's like the symbol thing. Yeah. Oh, come on. Uh, uh, what do you do for money? Or not? What do you do for money? The money talks. You know the beat. Oh, that, that one. Sucks, sucks, dude. Come on. Yeah. You know, I think Chris, I think Simon Wright has a better discography with ACDC than Chris Slade. Well, I think Phil Rudd blows them all away, but that's just my opinion. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's like comparing Bon Scott with Brian Johnson, right? I mean, Bon Scott's better than Brian Johnson. Well, I agree. But that doesn't mean Brian Johnson's bad. But by sales wise, Brian Johnson blew him away. <laughs> Off what oh, album? Off what oh, album? There's that double standard. Well, you, well, you know, is that is that maybe? Well, freaking because back, like, back as a total, thirty million, man. Yeah, yeah but, most highest selling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like all together, I mean, because Back in Black's a hit, Razor Razor's Edge is a hit. Not as I would act Back in Black. Brian Johnson towards one of the least valuable. Uh, oh, you know, because Bond rules that much harder. Well, I agree with that, but people slag on on Brian. He got that band going, man. We we still have ACDC because Brian Johnson is fucking there, man. Phil Rudd could leave, but Brian cool. and Angus, man. He's cool, but he ain't Bond. I don't care what anybody well, says. He He's... ain't Bond, and it's not Brian's fault, man. People slag he Brian a lot. He ain't Axl Rose. That that dude should have quit Guns N' Roses and oh. just joined ACDC. Well, I agree because they're making shitty music right now. Uh, right. Yeah, I would have loved to hear an Axel DC album, but uh, let's start with you, Jerry. How did you get into ACDC? Basically, how I got into everything, man. Just listening to the radio and having two older sisters that like rock, man. 
this actually the first album I got into ACDC was High Voltage. Um, my sister said that and fucking played it all the time. Fucking loved it, man. And I just just grew from there, man. I mean, uh, how the hell I was like fucking my top one of my top five albums. It's it's that good in my opinion. Um, first thing, you know, people like Back in Black better than this, but I don't. I, I don't think it's even close to Highway to Hell. But anyway, um, I don't know. Just you, know, you just listen to it, and you, you, I don't know. Just <laughs> organically, just listening to it on the radio, and it's just it's had it on you know record, MTV, all that shit. So yeah, and I was waiting. Uh, well, when we get into the album, you need to give the stats, okay, Jerry? Um, so Jeff, man, how did you get an ACDC Simon Wright era? Uh, Last Action Hero soundtrack. Uh, they were out there. <laughs> Chris Lake uh, was on that song, though. That song sucked. I love that song, uh, Big Gun. Big I agree with I you. I think it's pretty rad. It's yeah. a fucking bitchin' um, song. Yeah, you're right. But, um, it's actually funny enough that Jerry mentions High Voltage, because that was my first ACDC album, after I bought Last Action Hero. I liked that song so much, I bought an ACDC album, High Voltage. But when I bought Highway to Hell, I think I just went into Kmart or something and just bought it. It's not Kmart. really... Kmart. I miss Kmart. It, it was just like, the, you know, I wanted to get all the ACDC albums. And I got that one. Yeah. Yeah. So how I got an ACDC, you know, they. I remember listening to the radio and I guess this was released years after the fact. Bomb was already dead. Back in Black was already out. But they, were, but they wanted to like Kareen on the success of Back in Black. So the record company released Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap. That song did not leave the radio. That and fucking Queen, Another One Bites Dust, was just going back and forth, back and forth on the radio back then. And I fucking love Dirty Deeds. And I went and got that tape from Columbia House. Fucking love that album. And fucking Problem Child, shit like that. Fucking great album. And then I got Back in Black. And I remember seeing the video for You Shook Me All Night. Along with that hot fucking chick on the fucking bull. You know, fucking just ride with those fucking nice tits and shit. Sorry, I get a misogynistic here. But then I fucking got into Brian Johnson, man. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. There is no bad ACDC album. I'm sorry. Stiff Upper Lip Rules. Uh, the last album fucking rules. Power Up. Stiff upper lip. Who doesn't like stiff upper lip? People There's don't like. A lot them. of people don't like stiff upper lip, dude. Also, jazz. You know. Oh, fucking safe in New York. House of jazz. Uh, safe this in New York City. This like this good album. What are you? What? Safe in New York City has that like dun, 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 that fucking riff that just fucking keeps going through the whole song. I think House of Jazz is House probably of Jazz is fucking that. amazing, dude. That's rad, but, man. That's a rad album. But I love this band, and I did see them on the Razor's Edge tour. With uh, L.A. Guns opening up, Charles. <laughs> and oh, they... dude, um, uh, a story about the L.A. Guns. I guess uh, um, they uh, played some Stones. Uh, ACDC invited L.A. Guns up on stage during the soundtrack to play some Stones songs. Nice, because Tracy is a phenomenal guitar player, and so is Phil Lewis, a singer. But uh, fucking, uh -huh. he likes the Riley version over there. But uh. <laughs> Another band, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I like uh, American Hardcore. That's my favorite. Oh, a, LA who, who's singing on that one? Uh, that dude who looks like Steven Tyler now and Jesse sings in an Aerosmith cover band. 
I don't know. I like he was only on that one album. There's a great album with Jizzy Pearl on there too as lead singer. Uh, yeah, yeah. What about ACDC? Well, uh, ACDC, I saw the Razor's Edge tour, and fucking, I, I hear Angus playing like a solo, and I'm fucking, where the fuck is he? He's fucking up on a platform in the back of the LA Sports Arena, fucking raised up high, and then it fucking lowers, and he's just running down the stage with all these fans, like, clamoring to touch him. He runs up on stage, and he just runs around like a madman. And I was like, oh, this band is fucking awesome. It's one of the bit, and I haven't seen them since that fucking tour. I fucking missed Axel DC. I missed Brian Johnson tours. You know, I I, I wasn't working from uh, '96 to like 1999, so all these shows I missed during that time because I was taking care you of my grandma. You weren't working? No, oh, I was. I was, like, I was taking care of my grandma who had dementia, and uh, so uh, she died when I got a job in 2001. My my grandma. Second sucked at Disney, but uh, I fucking love this band. I, I've loved them since, and there's not a bad album. Uh, Star Charles, sorry for making you wait so long. No problem. Um, of course, I have the best story of all of us. Um, of course, you do. Back, back in back in when I was conceived, I was actually conceived the song TNT. Ooh, I remember hearing it in the womb, and uh. ACDC was always around me from the time I was an infant all the way through. Uh, we would play Let Me Put My Love Into You during Christmas. Um, great moments in life. Great family music. Yes, totally. <laughs> we had pretty much all the great ACDC albums from this one back on vinyl. Um, but I, I had, you know, the back and the black and the who made who's and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, was conceived to this and uh, made me a fucking rock and roller for life. And uh, thank you very much, ACDC. And Papa Trainer did a good job of laying that pipe. So there we go. <laughs> oh, man. Where do I go from there, man? You were conceived from ACDC. Uh, you know, I'll bow down to the star on this story. There you go. That's fucking cool. Go. But uh, let's get into this album, Jerry. Uh, tell let's us about, what, about this album, man. Um, well, um, this is the first album actually not produced by their brother George because I think they wanted to break big in America. So they hired, you know, the, 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 the probably the biggest hit maker of them all, Robert Mutt Lang, to do it. And uh, they were right because this album was a total fucking success. Seven times platinum here in the United States. Um, fucking... Uh, Australia too. I think it did pretty well. Their home, their home country. I can't remember. I don't have the stats in front of me, but uh, yeah, um, fucking this. Uh, I don't know what the fuck to say, dude. It's a fucking great album, dude. Kind of <laughs> I'm just saying. Fucking, Wikipedia rules, and I donate to those fuckers. I give them three dollars a year because they help me with this podcast. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, kind of tell me to do the stats. That kind of tell me if I'm doing the stats. I'll have them ready next time. I didn't yeah. like, do the stats. So. Dude, you always do the stats on albums you pick. I, I've never done it. This is the oh, you talked about the Boston album. Yes, you have, dude. You always do the stats. Like Charles gives the stats on his albums. You you did Ghost. <laughs> I didn't give the stats on Ghost. You did. <laughs> no, you did. Who cares? Let's go with the album. Who cares? I don't fucking care. I'm right. I'm, I'm right. I'm it right. sold it soon, and it ruled. All right, exactly. All right, man. Uh, well, 
you said it. You already said all the good shit. The seven, the seven million copies, the first real big hit in America for them. Fucking, it, fucking rules, and it, it, it kind of sucks. I'm just gonna say this: Bond was always looking to be a star. If you listen to the album Power H, the best ACTC album in my opinion. Fucking uh, Down Payment Blues, man. That's the story of Bond's life, and that fucking song rules. But uh, Charles, how we um. Let's get into this album, man. Okay. So we start off with the first track. Hold on, I need to get the track listing because I'm on. Well, that'd be I'm Highway on. to Hell. Well, yeah, it's... I know. Highway yeah. to Hell. And well, Jerry. Then I'll picked... go first. Let me go first. Once. Well, no, you can't go first because Jerry picked it. Oh, he picked it. Well, my yeah. bad. Well, he picked okay. it because you took his song and I fucked up. I'll talk about uh -oh. that later. All right. Uh -oh. So here's Highway to Hell on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
Jerry, you picked Highway to Hell because I fucked up. Well, you know, the good part about this album is you're, there's definitely, you know, songs to equal, you know, that song that I picked, or the song that Charles picked. But anyway, this is a fucking anthem of a song, dude, man. I mean, this is the fucking first parts of the verse. Uh, living easy, loving free, man. That fucking just says it all, man. Uh, probably the one of the, I, I would say their second most known song, Hine, You Shook Me All Night Long. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah. Or close. Well, back in I, black I, is pretty good, and Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells is played everywhere in sports games. Yeah, um, Thunderstruck, man. Yeah, Thunderstruck yeah. too, dude. I don't know about that, but maybe, I guess, I don't know. Well, well you got the Iron Man, you know. Well, you, you know, know, you got... The one Gosh, closer from the Padres used to come out to Hell's Bells, remember? Brady Leeds is pretty cool riff, too. Yeah. Okay, well, I can see it. What about Big Gun, man? You know, Big Gun rules, Jeff, but nobody plays that in sports stadiums. All right. Um, maybe. But anyway, one of the one of the most big balls. This is one of the most theme. Big balls rules. It's a great fucking song, but I don't think it's balls. I love the wall too. Go ahead. One of the one of the most respected fucking and great guitarists of all time. Um, it's got that fucking great sing along chorus to it, man. The air guitar solo, fucking Angus solo is amazing, man. Just a perfect rock and roll song, a perfect record. R.I.P. to the great Bon Scott, man, because he fucking definitely found his groove on this album. And him, it's a shame we, we weren't able to hear anything after this from him. But man, I think it would have been great. This is a five out of five to start. Man. Yeah, I'll go next because mine's a very short review on this song because what can you say about the song that hasn't been said? It's a perfect rock and roll, dirty sleaze, great song. Hope Bond didn't take that highway to hell though, man, because that guy fucking ruled. Fucking love that guy. Jeff, what do you think of Highway to Hell, the title track? Um, it's pretty rad, man. Um, <laughs> it's in the movie Little Nicky. Oh, I love that movie! Yeah. Chicago rules, man. Go ahead. Yeah, it's in that movie, man. And that's a good movie, and this is a good song, man. I give it uh, 50 gold stars, man. Um, <laughs> that's a cool riff that I like to play sometimes on guitar. Right on. Right on. Yeah, remember the scene of Little Nicky where they play uh, Chicago backwards, and it goes, love Satan, Satan rules, and then the guys go, Chicago rules, man. <laughs> I love Satan. Chicago's picking ass or whatever. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Do you like Chicago, yeah. Jeff? Oh, uh, I like that one song, the third, the... Da -na -na -na. A 25, six to one? Yeah, this one's pretty cool. One. Six to four. Six to four. Don't make me play Whatever, my Jerry, I'm drunk. I'm a Chicago twat. I am too, Charles. I was laughing too. So go ahead. Um, I have a hat signed by Chicago that's made out to uh, somebody named Bill. <laughs> Bill. Well, that works. I Good. got it at a garage sale, so. Cool. You say your name is Jeff Bills now. Hey, do you, you have do you have oh, yeah, Terrace signature on that hat? Um, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened to it. I well, think if I might it doesn't have Peter Cetera, it's not Chicago. Right, Jason Chef. Yeah, yeah. Sh J Peter Cetera is Chicago, right, Charles? Uh, I agree. Segue into you on Highway to Hell, though. 
There you go. Shaq's the Peter Terra stunt double. Uh, highway Mail. Yeah, so go ahead. Flat out. Perfect rock and roll song. Angus's riff is so iconic, and I really, 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 really dig Bill Rudd's simple but effective drumming on the track. And even though Mutt Lang, he would definitely produce about as many dog albums as Bob Ezrin later on. Nah. This is what ACDC needed at the time. A breath of fresh air from a young and up-and-comer and definitely Lang's production. It speaks for itself. With all of his work with ACDC was a difference maker here, I think. This is just pure balls out rock and roll in the key of A, and this is how you start off an album. Well, for, my, for me, not necessarily the best song in the album. But I sure as hell wouldn't argue with someone that thinks that it is. Pure classic ACDC, great, great from beginning to end. Well, I, I like to comment on your Bob Ezrin versus Mutt Lang shit. Uh, I think Mutt Lang did better stuff. Did oh, we'll get didn't into do that. as many shits as as Bob Ezrin. We'll get into that later. Don't don't worry about that. You got four hundred four. You got Cars, Heartbeat uh. City. So many. Don't go too much farther. Let me. I, let me, I won't. I won't go much too far. But let's get to the next song. Girls got rhythm, which I I was surprised none of us picked it. But uh, let's start with you, Jeff. Oh, um, you know, I was listening to this, and it's actually like kind of a sweet song. Um, when you really listen to the lyrics, you know, like you know, it's about like no other girl, you know, as what you know, like, maybe she got, you know. You know, like, it's about, like, you know, it's kind of a love song, and it's a sweet love song. I like it. Fifty gold stars. I never heard the song Virtue was a love song before, but I guess it, I, I can, I guess. That was a great take on <laughs> it, man. You're like Jim Rome here, man, giving great oh. takes. Except Jim Everett isn't going to drop drop over the table and fucking try to beat you up. Fucking ram. <laughs> Asshole. Uh so, Girls Got Rhythm, I'll take this next. A killer track. Not about rock and roll. It's about sex, kiddies. You know, all you little youngins out there listening to this episode. This is about sex. I know you guys haven't learned about that because you're listening to fucking, uh, fucking all this fucking hippie shit. But, uh, this is fuck about fucking. She likes to fuck. Rhythm is ear candy. Ah, this is fucking great, man. If you don't Bob your head to the song, man. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. So, Jerry, what do you think about Girls Got Rhythm? Yeah, man. I, you, you, you said it all about the fucking sucking some chick in the backseat. Backseat rhythm, dude. This song fucking rules. One thing I love about ACDC is they're fucking riffs in the beginning. They're, they're so iconic, dude. And this song is no different. It's got a great opening riff. To me, this is one of their most undervalued songs, in my opinion. I'm surprised this song wasn't bigger than, than, it, than it was, but I love this song, man. With Malcolm and Phil, man, I'm putting I'm putting Malcolm in the rhythm section if he deserves to be mentioned with them because they're a fucking tight unit, dude, man. One of, one of the best, you know, rhythm trios in rock, man. Another fucking great song, dude. It's an all-out smoking tune, man. Five out of five. Jeff. Oh, we already said Jeff, right? Didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 he did. Oh, Charles, it's your turn, man. Star. Well, I can guarantee you, this is what a lady wants to hear from a dude. Or at least thinks this, and maybe she's coy about it. Uh, this is why Bond was one of the best lyricists ever. 
Yes, it isn't some grandiose Elton John song or something like this, but uh, this is how women want to think their dude thinks about them. And if they don't, run, because she sucks. Just like people that don't like ACDC. I mean, they suck, too. Real big balls. Another fantastic song, staple of the radio. It's songs like this that make me stand up and declare this is the greatest rock and roll band of all time. They don't do disco. They don't do hip-hop. They just flat-out rock, and this is a great song. Who's tapping in the background? Oh, uh, I don't know. Nobody? Yeah, I think you're tapping in the background, dude. Come on, man. We already well, got Jerry's chair. We don't need you tapping in the background also. I will. Uh, I'm just playing this. What about that again? Well, right. people think it's like a, a defect in the episode right now. So. Sorry, <laughs> right, dude. I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh, well, I have like, the earbud thing, but for some reason it just stopped working. I guess like it just cut out, so I got you on the the speaker. Okay, all right. Well, let's get to the next song. Uh, great, great take on that song, Charles. Then we get to walk all over you. I'll take this first. Our brothers named their podcast after this, the Rock All Over You podcast. Plug, plug, Eddie and uh, Eric, who are frequent guests on this show. So give them a plug because they guest with us, man. This song fucking rules. Malcolm is so good on this rhythm. Phil Rudd is an amazing drummer. Angus plays his ass off. Bon Scott rules. This is another fucking perfect song. What do you think about it, Jerry? Well, I mean, I agree with you on that one, dude. Man, fucking take off your high heels and let down your fucking hair, dude. This song fucking just says it all, man. And I love the intro again. I can't talk to you. I can't say enough about these intros to this song, dude, man. It just proves you don't need to fucking play super fast or a thousand miles an hour, man. Just a big set of fucking balls and a fuck you attitude, which fucking ACPC has, man. I mean, of course, man. I'm going to walk all over. You just fucking fool as hell. Happy Anna when Bond does that. I'm going to walk all over you. Just fucking killer, dude. You know what, Kitty? Put down the fucking Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and all that shit, dude. It fucking sucks, dude, because this fucking rules. This will be around a lot longer than that shit will. I guarantee it, man. Another five out of fucking five. Rules. Dude, I like OPP better than fucking Cardi B. <laughs> but, uh, Jeff, what do you think about Walk All Over You? Um, I like this song. It's it's pretty rad, man. Um, uh, Dee Snyder did a really cool cover of it. That's pretty rad. Um, with Scott Ian and... Yeah, it's pretty cool, you know, walking, you know, it's great exercise. <laughs> I give it a f- 10 thumbs up. 10 thumbs up. What's it, I think I asked you before about your ratings, you and Charles, like, are weird. I'm not going to even go there. Uh, Star, man, what do you think of it? Well, first of all, I must say, in defense of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, hit mute. Okay, uh, all of you, uh. You just like yeah, to they, see those they, big asses, that's why. They make right. me happy. <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the main complaints about ACDC is most of their songs sound the same. And I can understand that, but I don't feel it was near as much in the Bond era. And uh, this one, I could be crazy. It wouldn't be the first time I'm accused of it, but it sure as hell hasn't sound like the other songs thus far on the record. 
I'm sure it, it maybe is reminiscent of some other ACDC song, but quite honestly, I don't give a fuck either way. I mean, look at the old rock standards. A lot of those sounded the same. Because this is fucking rock and roll, man. It isn't Montavani or some bullshit like that. It's ACDC. Crank this motherfucker up, dude. Angus Angus's solo is incredible on the track. To me, it's a sleeper track because only us deep music nerds talk about it, but quote-unquote normal people don't. And uh, this is just another kick-ass ACDC song. Again, the greatest rock and roll band ever, in my opinion. Well, I agree with you on that. And uh, our brothers, which you were on their show, uh, Rock All Over You podcast, named it that because they didn't want to get... They were going to call it Walk All Over You, but then they said, well, we don't want ACDC getting on our shit. <laughs> so they put Rock All Over You, which is fucking cool, man. I love the name of the podcast. But uh, let's get to the next song, man, which uh, you picked, Charles. Touch yes. Too Much. And uh, actually, Jerry picked it first, but I fucked up. But here it is on the Freeform <laughs> Rock Podcast.
Charles Starr, man, you picked Touch Too Much. Best song on the album. Huge fan of both guitar players on the track. But to me, of course, the incomparable Malcolm Young. Greatest rhythm guitarist in the history of the game. Despite him not being the flashiest or a cocky player, to me, no one, and I mean no one, stayed in the pocket like Mal. Bond singing is incredible as usual. I love the call and response segment after the guitar solo. The groove to this song is just infectious, and this happens to be Axl Rose's favorite ACDC song. Great taste. And I love it as well. Not my favorite ACDC song, but it's definitely up there. Probably two or three. Well, I have to go next because I have to give an apology like I've been doing the whole thing. Uh, sorry, Jerry. I fucked up. You picked this song first. My bad. Charles jumped on it like he should have. <laughs> like, like I cared. No well, I'm just saying I felt bad because I fucked up. I don't like to fuck up. I usually keep impeccable notes. So I kind of fucked up on that. I'm sorry I did that to you twice, Jerry. If I'm going to lose it to anybody, it's, you know, Charles, come on. It's well worth it. I mean, seriously, right. it's has it, you know? So, All right. I'm totally cool with it. So like I'm going to say, man, if you love rock and roll and you don't like ACDC, like my guy, my friend, Craig, at work, I told him I was going to say this on the podcast. He doesn't like any ACDC. And I go, there's something seriously wrong with you. Fuck, man. This album is down and dirty. Fucking perfect four for four so far. It's like, I don't know how... If you don't like rock and roll, you don't like ACD. If you like rock and roll, you have to like ACDC. So I don't understand my, my buddy Craig. We're going to go see the Colt, by the way, in October. So, um, Jeff, man, what do you think of it? Um... I think it's rad, man. Um, I think it's pretty cool and stuff. Um, I give it, um, I don't know, <laughs> like a, a big old gold star, man, because it's just so good. Dude, I don't understand your ratings. There's one big old star, so it's <laughs> not near as good as the others. What? No, no, I'm saying, like, instead of, like, little ones, it's a big one. Oh, it's a gigantic one. See, yeah. even you're confused, Charles, with his ratings. Like a mer like a mercury size gold star. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like you know how like you would have those little buttons back in school, like Why? the ones that you put on your jacket, but then you see those big ones. Remember yeah. those big buttons? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like a big button. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, totally cool. All right, man. So, uh, shit, what are we on now? Beating yeah, around the bush. Anything. Eating. Not only, not, only did you, not only did you flip me on this song, you're, you're trying to keep me away from it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do, Jerry. Go ahead, man. I wanted to make you last because you didn't. I'm just fucking kidding. I don't care, dude. I fucking. Um, this, this is my favorite ACDC song from my favorite ACDC album, man. Usually, uh, these guys are just plugging the amp, they're plugging their guitar in their amp with no effects. But he's using something. Not from using some kind of weird effect on this to get that. Cool sound in the in the verse uh, in the intro and all that. I don't know what it is, but it's cool as fuck. Um, Hans' vocals on this song fucking rule, man. Um, what did you, what did Jeff say? He's giving away a gold star. I'm gonna change my a huge yeah. gold star. 
Yeah. You know, I was thinking they should put this back in their set list, and I'm thinking, there's no way fucking uh, Brian Johnson can sing this song like Bond did, so that changed my mind on that opinion. I think Axel did. Axel did, though. He did. Axel did. He did yeah. do this song. Mm. This album continues to fucking smoke, dude. Another five out of five, dude. Great fucking two. All right, now we get into beating around the bush, and sorry for fucking you over twice, Jerry. But uh, let's start with you now, Jerry, so I don't fuck you over on this song. Holy shit, did this fucking riff kick ass, man. One of the fastest songs on the album, and it fucking just rules, dude. Leave uh, a fucking total trail of poser tears in its wake, man. Horrible fucking rock and roll. Fuck Bon Jovi, fuck Poison, fuck Extreme. This fucking band blows my yeah. way. <laughs> Bon and Angus fucking equals awesome fucking. Is awesomeness a word? Is there a word awesomeness? I don't know, but anyway, if it isn't, I'm, I'm, I'm claiming that as my own, man. It makes me want to fucking break something. It's so fucking killer and powerful, man. I love it. You're not a Christian uh, scientist. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Chris fucking blows the hell out of that fucking $50 album I wasted on at Rockin' Pod. Well, I'm not even going <laughs> to mention Well, now you're going to get but Charles that, talking about Keel Fest. To that, to, that, to that band, this is how you fucking do it, man. Five out of five again, man. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'll go next. Now this album goes down a little on some bush. Oh, uh, what? Huh? I said on some bush. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm That's trying to beat David LaRoff here. Love this song. It has a little different rhythm than the first songs. But listen to that bass. Cliff and Rudd are always in the fucking pocket. And the way Angus is playing around with Bond, you know, like Angus is like fucking Spawn is saying something. Angus is going with his lyric. Fucking his guitar and Bond's voice is fucking awesome on this song. So then we get to you, Jeff. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Beating around the bush. So, like, um, <clears throat> uh, I remember thinking this song was, like, a whole lot dirtier than what it is, you know, because it's, like, beating, you know, and it's, like, bushes. <laughs> but I guess it's, like, some sort of old-timey expression that I never heard until, like... I don't know, long, not like long, long time after I heard the song, and I was like, "Oh man, that's that's what that means. It's not something dirty." No, 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 no. Uh, Jeff, can I stop? Can I stop you on that? Yeah. This album Bond wrote about lust, so it is about what you thought about. Oh, okay. So it's like beating around the bush. Like I, I mean, you know, like sexual. There you go. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how dirty we can get on this podcast. You can get but, dirty you know, as you want. We don't have no censors. You know, kind of like spanking the monkey and then busting the load right around the book. That's what I always thought it was about, you know? It is. That's what it's about? Yes, it is. I thought it was about some sort of old-timey expression. No, that, you're like, thinking too much, dude. No, well, I, I mean, was that's what I was Nothing about that old-timey fucking saying, dude, at all. Well, like, beating around the bush, isn't that, like, I, I don't even know what that means. That means what's you're that, lagging. You're lagging. Yeah, I thought that's what the song no, was about. No, he, he's like, oh, talking yeah, about full sexual fucking, fucking Making shit. a Warshack painting on, you know, some muff, I guess, you know. It's about the muff, dude. It ain't about oh. that, the lagging shit. Oh, all right, right on. We're being better now. <laughs> All right, uh, Charles. Yeah. 
You're the star. Um, you're the last, man. Curiously, this riff is almost exactly like Fleetwood Max Owell. I love that song. This, hey, man, shit happens. Uh, it's different enough uh, to the original, that Fleetwood Mac riff, but I can't help but think it was at least inspired up by it. And, uh, of course, that was the pre-Lindsay Stevie Nicks years, and I'm sure they were fans of that for sure. But it doesn't taint it to me. I mean, because, hell, everyone borrows, so it isn't that big of a deal. And it's interesting to, to me they ended side one with this because... Other than the guitar rivage, I do find this to be enjoyable filler. Uh, up to the tracks I've heard thus far in the LP. It's a cool song, albeit not the most original, but far from crap. And it still works for me. And it's about sex, right? <laughs> well, maybe with your hand. <laughs> maybe with your hand. Oh, so we flipped this bitch well, over if you uh, have the vinyl. We get to the next song, "Shot Down in Flames." Jeff. Um. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a song. <laughs> it's pretty rad, oh. man. I like this song. It's a, it's a song about you know maybe getting you know turned down by somebody, and that's you know that's never good. But you know, um, it's okay because sometimes. You know, there's other stuff that's good or something. Um, I like this song, you know? it's Yeah, I give it uh, 30 thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know how your ratings go. I don't know how, like, Charles is half an eyelash, full eyelash. I don't fucking know this shit. Oh, God, I'll go next. Uh, no, Je mm -hmm. uh, Char Jerry, you go next. Mm -hmm. This album just continues to fucking throw out fucking classics, dude. Hello, Cliff Williams, man. His baseline fucking rules on this tune, man. It stands out, man. Yeah, man. I just every time I listen to this album, man, it still makes me sad that fucking Bon Scott's not with. I mean, he's been dead for what forty-four years now, and I still miss the fucking guy. Um, what a great fucking singer he was. And he showed a lot of cool technique on the solo, man. I mean, he's a you know, does a little weird some cool uh, exercises on that solo um which i could never do because i have that big i'm not i'm not as fast but uh play about the total song in general man another five out of five i love this song. yeah charles is just strumming on his guitar in the background i hear that <laughs> shit but <laughs> then we I, i'll get to it because charles will it's tapping you know tapping on the keyboards playing some guitar the, little ac yeah. in the background with that opening riff you know you're in a good and a good good time, man. And like you said, Jerry, Cliff with that fucking bass pound, he shines on this song. Poor guy never gets any love. Fucking Bond, his lyrics, no one can touch him. This is a fucking great song. Charles. Well, now we're back, man. And to be fair, I think this one can be picked on by the haters. Is It does sound a bit formulaic. But man, straight out, those people fucking suck anyway. And I swear, there's nothing worse than the ACDC haters, whoever the fuck you were talking about. Yeah, you too, buddy. Uh, I mean, I get I get Night Ranger or Extreme or Firehouse, you know, a slew what? of those... What? 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 A slew of craptastic shit-slingers, but not ACDC. I mean, leave their name out your mouth, ACDC haters. 
I think there's something to be said for a band that just always plays perfect rock and roll. They know what they do best. They don't give a shit. They just do what they do best. Another kick-ass song here. We're back on track. And I do believe the highlight is Angus's solo. He is on fire on this track. I just want to know, is there, like, do we have, like, three other groups that we both don't like? So we could stop hitting on groups I like? <laughs> I'm just saying. But, uh... Oh, man, so that was shot down in flames. Now we get to get it hot, Jerry. It's fucking hot, man. Um, nothing kicks owes ACDC some royalties in this one. It sounds a lot like Cold Blood, in my opinion. Um, but dude, I love the fucking, uh, um, um, wait, we're on, we're on If You Want Blood, right? No, you're yeah. on Get It Hot. Oh, fuck me, dude. I got the fucking words. I don't want to fuck you, Jerry. I'm sorry, but go ahead. All right. Fucking great, cool. Sorry, guys. It's got this cool fucking bluesy opening riff. And then Bob's voice, dude, man. I'm telling you, I can't say enough about what a great singer he was, man. This tune fucking must have got a lot of stripper pools wet, man. Or it would, in my opinion, because it's fucking sexy as fuck, man. Reminds me of that one wild chick. Have you ever been to cool parties when we were younger, man? We're just shooting scrap and table and started fucking dancing. Dude, I saw Fergie some... at a party one time, and she was fucking. But dude, man, I mean, just a fucking cool tune, man. Another five out of five, man. Fergie was doing meth back then at Wilson High School, <laughs> by my house. Oh really? Yeah, dude. Uh, I my friend said, "Yeah, you party with Fergie." I did, because <laughs> I didn't do the hard drugs. All I drank was beer back and whiskey back then. So, uh, like, in, I heard she was a meth addict. And her, her uh, what? Her dad was the high school uh, coach of Wilson. We were Los Altos, so I left after a well, year. She always had substance abuse. I would fuck her, dude. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, you wouldn't? Uh, I don't know. You wouldn't? Come on. She's definitely not on my the top of my list. I'm sure I'm not on the top of the list of hers either, but, well, you know. Yeah, so. we, we aren't. We're fucking... She's, she was with Josh Tamel. She's not... I'll tell you what. I'll tell, I tell you what. If she called me up and said, Jerry, you know what? If I wasn't married, of course. It's like, I want to fuck you. Like, okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll do it. And I'll fucking take one from the team, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, dude. You got... You, Charles, you wouldn't fuck Fergie? We're Instagram friends. Oh, nice. <laughs> she, all, she, all, all the ladies know where the D comes from. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Who's next? It's me, right? I'll go. No, I'll go. Yo, go ahead. I'll go last then. Go ahead. This one is a deceptive track, man. It's the shortest track in the album. But some of the best lyrics as far as naughty activities on the album oh. uh, I actually hear a bit of what they would do with Brian Johnson down the road with this track. Another cool song. Not the best, but certainly not the worst. Just a simple little dirty rock song. And I strongly endorse the message of this song. I, I agree with all three of you. This is a fun rocker. Fucking great album track, man. But fucking, who could have done this better, man? ACDC fucking rules, man. So I got everybody on this track, right? I didn't skip anybody on oh, but, uh, me. Oh yeah, go ahead, Jeff. I knew that. Go ahead. Um yeah, it's a nice song. <laughs> I like it. Um but um if we speak talking about doing uh uh drugs with celebrities, um well, I should have mentioned this when I mentioned little Nikki, but I did bong rips with uh 
Peter Dante from Little Nicky. Oh. The, or the guy with the long hair from Little Nicky. I knew you were a stoner. Right on. He's, 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 like all of, he's in all of Adam Sandler's movies. Yeah, he's he's a pretty nice guy, and um, I did have a beer with Simon Ray when I was hanging talking to him, so that was pretty cool. So, fucking, how do you get to see all these people? Do you pay for the meet and greets, or are you just not like uh, Simon Ray? Like he just hangs out. Like at the end of the show, like he just hangs out. Um, and the Peter Dante thing, he was at a convention, but um, we live in Michigan, and weed is legal, so you can just go outside and. You know, weed is legal here too, bro. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. California, yeah. yeah. So it's pretty cool. So that, that's something. Oh yeah, and the song. It's a nice song. It's good. I give it an A plus. <laughs> yeah, man. A plus. So not as good as the big fucking gold star, but no, no, it's just good. It's a little under it. Okay, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, it's, worth, <laughs> it's worth you have a sticker. <laughs> Get out of it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, only Max. understand Jerry and my review. Remember like, that stars book club? Long rips. Mark and Jerry should for sure. That little book club. If you read so many books, you get like a free personal pan pizza, Pizza Hut. Do you remember that? Well, I did a book. I did a book club in uh, my uh, elementary school called the Five Hundred Page Book Club. I remember I yeah. did a book report on Rod Crew because that book was over uh, five hundred pages. I made. I read the beginning. The middle and the end did a book report and I got to go to PJ Pizzazz. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a pizza parlor with those, you know, those animatronic creatures that sang uh -huh. songs. <laughs> like uh, uh, the like, Showbiz uh, Pizza? Uh, okay. Yeah, like that. <laughs> like a knockoff Chuck E. Cheese or Showtime yeah, Pizza. Yeah, but it yeah. was cool, man. I, I cheated and got to go. I like Chuck Cheese because that's my 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 kid called it that at one point. Hey, my young Chuck of Cheese, not Gabby, my youngest. At your Chuck E. Cheese, did you guys have this thing called the Shadow Box, where you go in and take a picture and your, of your shadow on the wall? I don't know about that, but I used to mad cheat because they had this Bozo the Clown game, and it was kind of like skee ball, but you got like ping pong balls instead. And I'd just walk around and put all the balls in like the biggest score. And, and then, the yeah, I used to ski ball yeah. too and get all the Gabby, tickets and get all the candy and shit. Yeah, but you could cheat on this one. Oh, it yeah. was like for kids, and I get all these tickets, and she get like a water gun. I'd walk up the ramp and put it in the fifty. It was literally just cheaper to buy the shit than it was to actually get the tickets and try to get something. Dude, I just kept putting the ball in the fifty hole. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just did, got all these tickets, and then she got like a fucking water gun. Hey, you, you, you guys ever go to? A, there's this place, an adult fucking like Chuck E. Cheese now called. A, what the fuck is it? It has all these Dave games. And shit. Yeah, Dave, Dave Buster's, dude. They got yeah. that shit. Dave Buster's rules. I love that place. Oh fuck! Have you uh, been to Dave Buster's? Building one yeah. in Lansing. Yes. Oh, you get to go there, dude. And walk up I at like, the ramp and cheat, cheat on ski. Board. I like the fishing game. It's got like this... You, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a wheel kind of thing. Oh, <laughs> but dude, uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Um, there's, I remember when I was a kid, they used to have this thing, and it used to be like a gold record. But it, um, but it was like just a poster, and it was Cheesy Top instead of ZZ Top. Yeah. 
And yeah. I want that so bad, but I can't find it. I can even I can hardly even find like a picture of it online. But I really want that like hanging up on my wall because that is just it was like really cool. What's and I remember like being like a kid and like going there and like like whoa what what's what's cheesy top? I don't get that. And then like my uncle being like oh there's a band cheesy top you know and you know. So, I think I was like cool. twelve or thirteen when Chuck E. Cheese first opened in my area. Oh, I'm hearing that. But it look at look on uh, eBay, dude. They might have it on eBay. Um, no, I can't even find it. I can't find like a. I can hardly even find like a picture of it. Like on like uh, Google Images, like I can find like one picture that's like not very good. Um, that's like CC's. No, I do. I like CC's pizza. It's all right. I never yeah. I, mean, I went there. It's good. Dude, I like went there for my birthday, and it, like it wasn't very good. And I remember like, oh, you can eat all you want. But oh, I remember like, I went. Oh, I did go to Cece's. It was in Chino Hills over here. I didn't like it. It was, it was uh, like right? crusty. Um, no, you gotta you gotta get them to make you a fresh pizza. They will do that. Um, then, yeah. Heads and then a salad, and it's really good. Um, I, I was going to say, uh, ZZ Top was my first concert, so it may have been because of that Cheesy Top poster that I seen at the Chuck E. Cheese. That hey. I went, you know, there might be some sort of correlation there. Feminal advertising, yes. Yes. So. We learn more about Jeff Beers on every subsequent episode, I must Chuck E. Cheese got me in the ZZ Top. But don't We're you think that Chuck E. Cheese is, like, fucking downsized now and it's not as cool? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm an adult now, so, I mean, but, I, I but mean, if they it, have it, those it same But if they have those same games there that when we were younger, it would still be cool. Like, we go to Dave and Buster's it's because yeah, they have an adult Chuck E. Cheese. You look strange if you go there by yourself, Mark. Um, oh, I don't I, go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> when I had step, when I had stepdaughters who were twelve and thirteen, yes, I did go to Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, but now, like now, you can't go there by yourself. Um, I go there and like get like a pizza. Like I'll order a pizza and go there and pick it up, and it's it's, Maybe. it's pretty awkward. Why would you order yeah. a pizza from Chuck E. Cheese? They have the worst pizza. <laughs> um, I don't know because it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Pizza is so cardboardy, man. Because <laughs> like, it, it's funny. Right, and Little Caesars is the shit. Little Caesars sucks, except for the crazy bread. It's Love pretty. It. I mean, it's cheap, and if you can get it when it's fresh, it's ain't cheap. Oh bad. yeah, if you get it right, right when it's fresh, yeah, little, little yeah, Caesars five dollar fucking pizza. Dude. You can't beat five bucks. It's six you bucks now. It. They raised the price, man. Um, oh, not here. Here it's like five fifty five. Well, it's California. It's six fifty five here now. Well, Little Caesars is based out of Michigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every like every just I think like five of the major pizza chains are based out of Michigan. You know yeah. what I hate about Little Caesars when they first opened? They didn't deliver. You had to go pick it up. It's like five they're delivering this month. It's well, a special. Nice. Yeah. Well, let's get to the next track. Uh, if you want blood, you got it with Jeff Beer's pick. So here it is on a freeform rock podcast.
Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean. And join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. All right, Jeff, you picked If You Want Blood. You got it. Why'd you pick this track, man? Oh, uh, uh, you know, I, I think it's like one of my favorite uh, a- ACDC songs. I think it's my favorite song on the album. I think it's pretty rad. Um, and I was actually happy nobody picked it. Um, I thought for sure somebody would. Um, it's pretty rad, you know. Gwar covered it. Um, it's... Um, Pretty cool, dude. Uh, Empire Records, remember that? Oh, that's a great yeah. movie. It's in that movie, and um, and I always think of a they do that little kind of like ACDC impression. Yeah, live time in the background, fun, man. Um, but they do that like, ACDC impression. That's a, which is actually a pretty decent impression. You know, he has like the microphone and he's doing the the Bon Scott and then the Amos Young thing. Um, yeah, you can't hardly wait, right? Um, was he in there? Yeah, he was Ethan something. Oh, uh, the guy from Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused was in it, yeah. I think Ethan was in there too, man. I'll, I'll that? him up. The, the um, rock- you know, I, 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 I think we talked about Can't Hardly Wait on the Guns N' Roses episode. I'm not sure if I've seen it. You should watch it. I thought it was Love Big Tits is in there. The movie was terrible. I think I'll probably skip it. Um, yeah, I would. I would. I would. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like something I would enjoy. A little too, like, late 90s. Ethan, Ethan Embry was in Empire yeah. Records. Yeah. Talking about Rusty from Vegas Vacation. Oh, oh wait. The guy. I know you're talking about. The uh, the gore guy. Right. What are you talking about? Kind of stoned out in the movie, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that guy, that guy. That was he Anthony, about he was Embry. Ethan Embry was a fucking yeah. weirdo in that movie. Yeah, he was uh, Rusty in Vegas Vacation. Yeah, he was, yeah. Ethan yeah. Embry. He was, um... He's also the, he, he was also the lead character in Can't Hardly Wait, man. That's a great movie, man. I love it. Isn't it? Yeah. It's good, know, man. man. It doesn't yeah. sound like something out in you. Just, there's a lot of tits and ass in that movie, dude. It's good. That's Trust some, me. That's some Mark approved stuff, so I don't well, know. Yeah, don't down me. <laughs> <laughs> we never know with your picks, man. We just don't Can't know. Really wait, but Jennifer oh. Love Huge Tits is in that movie. Come on. She's in a lot of movies I don't want to watch. Thing. You don't like I don't, I don't I know what you did last summer. Those are good movies. He's a human. Uh, not really. Uh, not that's object. She's oh, wasn't Ethan Embry in that fucking uh, what's that movie? The horror movie where they're fucking Final Destination or oh that was the other dude from Casper. No wrong. I don't know. I don't know. Final Destination is a fucking killer movie. The first one. All right. Um, my girlfriend's watching it right now, actually. If you want blood, you've got it. I'll say, if you want. Blood, you got to Go for it, Charles. Yeah. You know, one thing the boys of ACDC, they don't ever get enough credit for, is other bands being influenced by them. And there's something about this riff. It's so, like, 80s rock to me. Like, I heard a lot of corny bands like Huey Lewis and the News and, ah! and that ill, you know, attempt this type of riff later on. 
I mean, name any one of those super dork 80s bands. Well, you've probably heard a facsimile of this riff. But unlike those dorks, this is a real band that doesn't cross over to Geekville in any way. Angus's guitar solos throughout this record have been stellar. This is no different. One of the rawer sounding songs to my ear, especially to include Rudd's drumming, is it really sounds quite different here. A sleeper track and one of the best on the record. Why do you always have to go off on one of my favorite bands? Should have left Huey out of this, man. So it's uh, it has that reminiscent like eighties. I agree with that, yeah. but Huey is more blues, like rock and roll. It's not like blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you heard, heard, heard "Bad Is Bad"? Blues, man. Have you That's heard "Bad Is Bad" off the sports album? Have you heard about new drugs? Think Muddy Waters and then Huey Lewis when you think blues. <laughs> you played harmonica blue? for Thin Lizzy, man. Power of Love? That's not the Dude, blues. Dude, I'm talking about Bad is Bad. I want a new drug. I want a new drug? That's the blues? It has <laughs> blues in there, man. He's got. Right, Jeff, get him. Have you heard Bad is Bad? Blues. There's a strange pair of shoes underneath the bed. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes uh, bad uh, is bad. Only I'm allowed to sing on this fucking show. I did a great fucking Axel impersonation on the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the karaoke guy on this show. No, let me break it out. <laughs> All right. Ow! There you go. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Go to Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, I was going to put Jerry last on this one. But go ahead, you all blood. This is the song I was talking about where Kick shows them some royalties. So this sounds a lot like Cold Blood. And you're right, Charles, man. This is like the coolest or the original masterpiece of what became shitty tracks of some of these 80s bands. You said that right. Perfect. Um, this song is just fucking full of all kinds of fucking goodies, man. Catchy choruses. No fucking riffs, man. If you're not singing along with this one or fucking patting your foot or doing something moving around, check your fucking pulse because you're fucking dead. This song fucking rules another five out of five. This may be my first complete five out of five album, man. We can wait and see. We still have two songs to go. Well, I just gotta say, fuck you guys and hate Huey Lewis. He <laughs> fucking rules. But, uh, hey. you know, it's your opinion. It's your opinion. I agree. You know, I'm not gonna down you, but I just don't I just don't think Huey Lewis is worth mentioning on this show. That's all I'm saying. I, I didn't like bring Huey. him up. Somebody else. I didn't him. say I hated him. I just said he's corny and dorky. That's he it. ain't dorky, man. You know what's Oh, he's pretty it's dorky. And I it's, like it's Huey Lewis. Square, he's man. pretty dorky. His name is Huey. Yeah, exactly. Okay, oh, okay, okay. You don't like the song Working for a Living. Uh, I'm taking what they're giving because they're uh, working oh, for a living. God. That's about us. No. Damned if you do. Damned if you don't. I got a checklist next Friday, but it's already spent working for a living. I hate so to have even mentioned it now, Jerry. I'm sorry. The My harmonies, bad. well, because I'm, I, you, tri I'm saying you the triggered me, stuff. Charles. You triggered me. So. Oh, well, the the Back to the Future soundtrack. Oh, bad. It's yeah. Back to the Future. That's pretty good. Yeah, fucking back in time rules, man. Yeah, but it's Square it all for my baby. I love that song. Uh, that song sucks. I love yeah. It's Hit to Be Square. I love Jacob's Ladder. I love fucking Huey. 
Fucking, if this oh. is it, I fucking love that song. All right, let's get to the fucking album, Dan. Huey don't rock. Huey fucking rocks more than you do sometimes. Um, I mean, he rocks, but he's dorky. Oh, yeah, God. thank you. You he know, you guys are both, you guys are just too loud for me right now, okay? Yeah, it's too darn loud. Yeah, back to feature rules. Okay, okay, now we have a killer track, but the live version of the song is my go-to. The studio version is no slouch, though. This rocks your face off. That solo Angus does is fucking golly. I really think people need to put him in their favorite guitar list, guitarist list. I don't understand why people don't fucking give Angus a lot of credit for his fucking leads. He ain't, maybe because he ain't flashy and he plays with a lot of soul. Or people always say this, like Charles brought up, all ACDC songs sounds the same. You guys are idiots. They don't. You need to listen to it. There's little differences and nuances in each ACDC song. They just play fucking pure adrenaline rock and roll, man. That's I mean, he's, he's respected by you know his peers, man. Nobody he puts him in the top ten. Have you ever, have have you ever, ever seen Angus in the top ten guitarists? Um, I think every guitarist I've ever read, Angus has been in the top. But he's yeah. not in the have top ever, ten. He should be in the top five, dude. I have seen most of them where he's in the top five. Metal Zone, Top 100 Guitar Players, or... Um, metal Zone, or uh, anybody else's shit. Metal Edge, you know, yeah. Metal all, Hammer. All I see is Richie Blackmore, Eric Clapton, yeah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, Eddie Van Halen. I don't see yeah. Angus oh, put up there with those. The guitar solo from uh, one of my favorite ACDC songs, uh, the, the Ballad on... On dirty deeds, Jerry. What, what's yeah. that? Yeah. Right on, Squealer. Right on. Oh, right on. on. Yeah, is one of the most emotional, brilliant fucking solos I've ever heard in my life. Period. Uh, one of my favorite solos is a uh, Dirty Deeds, man. There's so oh, much emotion. Well, I love that too, but there's so much emotion in that Ride On solo, and it's like he's channeling BB King in that solo. Has any of us ever heard somebody say Angus Young sucks? No, but I've I haven't seen him like in people's top five. I've seen it in like, like every to top five. He's like six to ten. Top five or top ten? I've always seen him in there. Dude, it's always Jimmy Page, Eddie Van Halen, fucking uh, Eric Clapton, Steve Vai. The, they put him pretty low on the list. Top would, 100 guitar players. I would agree. I would agree with Mark um, because I really do believe in my heart of hearts and James Hetfield's a close second. But I think Malcolm is just the greatest rhythm guitarist ever and unfortunately people overlook him I think a lot. I think he's just the greatest and uh, not flashy and for me personally I think he, he overshadows him for me just because of how great he was as a rhythm player, but Angus is no slouch by far. Like, no, absolutely not. And I would agree. I think, unfortunately, Angus gets overlooked a little bit in comparison to... He's way better than Clapton, in my oh, opinion. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> Eric Clapton's boring. He's boring as fuck. 
Bob Dylan mentioned as one of the greatest guitar players. Are you fucking ribbing me, dude? I love Nirvana, but Kurt Cobain is not another one. Guitar player. Chrissy Hind is mentioned as one of the greatest guitar players too. So there you go. The only she, thing she, she said she said that that was ludicrous. Oh, looks she like uh, Angus Young is uh, twenty four, number twenty four in the greatest guitar players. It's not in your top five, like I just said. He should be in your top five. That's no, just my opinion. I love I love Ace Frehley so much, but I mean Angus is definitely underrated as a lead guitar player. I I would agree to that. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. So we got right. to... Malcolm. Malcolm is the best rhythm player. I don't know how everybody else feels. Well, I, but... I go. I go. Malcolm one. I agree with you on that. I go James Hatfield three, and then I go uh, fucking Kevin Cronin number three. I would go Keith Richards number two. I gotta put Brad Whitford in as far as rhythm guitar. Oh, I would go. Well, he plays a lot of leads though, man. Yeah, but he's mostly the rhythm guy. He's mostly the rhythm. Guy. Oh, look at this. Number three at the top 100 uh, Guitar World's Greatest uh, Guitar Players. No, Angus Young and Malcolm Young are number three. That's fucking amazing. I like that. It, that's pretty, yeah. I, I, the list I read from, like, Metal metal uh, Zone and, like, Metal Edge, like, the Hip Raider, when they would come out with, like, three of those magazines a year, Angus Young would always be in the top five. Awesome. Mark, you up the song before back in black yeah. angus is awesome but that song is all malcolm well, i he agree fucked so in on that fucking rhythm and that's what i'm saying yeah he doesn't he wasn't flashy or anything like I that said but malcolm was number one didn't i so in the pocket yeah 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 i'm just saying but back <laughs> to back i think is the greatest example of how malcolm was just locked there's, there's nobody touched him in yeah. that regard one thing I regret, I'm glad uh, this asshole deleted it. I'm not going to say his name. But I was on this podcast and we did a review of a, a ACDC uh, fucking uh, flick of the switch. And I was like just saying it was like an ACDC uh, back in black fucking part two. But I've been listening to that album a lot lately. It, it's got a lot of fucking heart and soul. I like that album. It's raw. So I just want to correct that mistake I made years ago. So yeah. nobody knew about it, but okay. Yeah, nobody. Well, got to cleanse your. Know about it because he. Del yeah, I gotta. I gotta get that shit out because that fucking hurt. <laughs> you gotta cleanse yourself. I gotta yeah. cleanse my soul. So I didn't say the fucker's name. You guys know who he is, so that's cool. But uh, then we get to track number nine, "Love Hungry Man," Jerry. I, I, wait, something just hit me. Did you say Kevin Cronin from Arius Speedwagon? Yes, one of the best he, he said it the other the day. Best too. rhythm guitarist? Really? Yes. I said he's number three. I'm not making fun of you, though. I'm just wondering, wow, that's like... Have you heard his acoustic okay. playing on, like, like That Ain't Le Love, Live Every Moment? Fucking I, uh, I probably, Music I, Man? I, I Have you heard Music Man? God damn. If you give, if better you give than Keith Richards. Better than Keith Richards. Yes, there. exactly. If you, give, if you give me time, I could probably come up with 50 better. Rhythm guitar, but that's cool. That's your opinion. Uh, Scott anyway. Ian from Anthrax. Uh, he's lazy uh, now. He's... Uh, Jeff Hyman. Uh, uh, Scott, Hyman from, Scott uh, Ian Slayer. likes AI, so fuck him. John Lennon. John Lennon uh, Scott Ian too. is in Mr. Bungles. I don't. John like Lennon Bungle. is primarily the rhythm guitarist. I don't like. Uh, it. Isn't that Mr. Bungle with that guy from Faith No More? Yeah. You're gonna disrespect John Lennon like that? No, no. I like John Lennon. 
Izzy Stradlin? Well, I, I put Kevin Cronin above Izzy. Seriously. You put him above Keith Richards, too. And yes, I, don't I know do. I, listen to all the acoustic shit that he plays. Compare, dude, he's playing with... Dude, was a better fucking acoustic listen, player. Kevin Cronin the, is playing with one of the best lead guitarists ever in Gary Richraff. My uh -huh. God, Gary Richraff is one of the most underrated guitarists of all time. That guy could bend chords... Have you ever, you've ever seen him? I agree with you 100% on that one. If you've ever seen Gary Richrop play live, the guy had fucking, he's closing his eyes and he was bending those fucking chords, those, those fucking strings like I've seen nobody ever like bend nobody, strings. Nobody, like you never seen Gary Moore. I've seen Eddie. But you never seen Gary Moore. Dude, Gary Richrop is better than Gary Moore, in my opinion. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. I, I love Gary Moore, but I take fucking yeah. Gary Richroff's 70s fucking Aria Speedwagon over anything oh, that I mean, but, Gary Moore but, did. But, mm, I don't know, man. Gary Moore is pretty rad. Uh, and Stevie Ray Vaughan bent a lot harder than both of them, and he played... No, 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 no. Gary Richroff, Stevie Ray Vaughan is rated. I said Gary is underrated. There's a difference. People need to rate it's Gary, something. right, Jerry? People need to rate Gary somewhere, man. Oh, he's very underrated. Yeah, he is. Come yeah. on, dude. You know what? You, uh, Derek St. Holmes is one of my is like he's one rated. Of my Ted Nugent talks player. so much great about Derek St. Holmes on his lead playing. Nobody talks about Gary Richraff, man. You know they. You know I've they. I've never heard Derek about... St. Holmes mentioned in guitar players. Well, I'm talking you about know... Ted Nugent has pumped him up in podcasts. So oh yeah, well, Ted about Nugent. But, I mean, he says a lot of stuff. They don't talk about Phil Collin. Phil mm. Collin is not that good. Derek St. Holmes is better than Phil Thank Collin. you. Pete, I... Pete Willis is better. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I yeah, always told you I like the guitar player uh, did Stranglehold. I mean, that's some good stuff. Cool. Yeah, Brett Michaels is an underrated uh, rhythm player. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> he does have a nice-looking acoustic signature Dean guitar that does. Every rose has a thorn on it. I don't I like that song, but I won't forget you, baby, is one of the best ballads ever. I agree. Oh, um, I don't know, man. I think right on. ACDC uh, oh, is one of the best uh, ever. Hey, yes. to be with you by Mr. Big, man. There you this go. Is bad oh, Jeff Beers. This is bad when Jeff Beers is bringing us back to reality. It's, it's, in, it's, in a letter by Firehouse. Bye-bye, like, I don't bye, want to talk like Bud right. Rock I'm, shit. I'm out. I'll talk to y'all later. I'm out. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, man. Can I go first? Good yeah, well, we're on Love Hungry Man, right? Can I go first? Love Hungry Man. Yeah, go ahead, Love man. Hungry Man, go. Love Hungry Man. I love Hungry Man, too. Especially that Salisbury steak one. Ooh. When, when, it, when it was in the tan foil. That was the best. Yeah, it was, but they don't make them anymore. I know. Um, Angus Young was quoted as saying this is his least favorite ACDC song that he wrote. I'm not sure if I agree too much. And uh, Cliff Williams, who usually just plays a lot of root notes, I think he actually shines on the bass here. I guess I could see where Angus is coming from. I don't think it's that great, but I've certainly heard worse. 
at least it does have a different groove to it. The cliff, man, he shows out quite a bit on this one. I do think it's one of the weaker songs, though, on the album. And at least Angus agrees as well. I'll go next. I agree with you, Charles. It's a cool rocker, but killer filler. Some cool bass lines on here. I agree with you again, Charles. Uh, this is a good album track, man. It's not bad. It's not like I'm going to skip it if I have it on vinyl or CD. I will play through it. Uh, Jeff, what do you think about it? Um, Yeah, it's pretty rad, you know? I mean, I was never a big Hungry Man fan. Um, I you was more like the, the Hungry Man dinners? No, I was a kid cuisine guy, oh, and then I remember oh. I got older, and uh, I think uh, they tried getting me to get the Hungry Man. I was like, oh, man, I want this, man. Well, I want the well, kid when you got food. older, the Hungry Mans were better when we were kids, so you got the shit uh, Hungry Mans now. I like yeah, it. probably. You should um, try but, that boneless chicken breast one, Jeff Beers. You might um, like I, You know, I can't remember what kind I had. I didn't really like them. They're so oh, messy. steak was awesome, though. I like the pit cuisine. It has like the the fun brownie and the, or the pudding yeah. with the magic stuff. Yeah. I used to maybe, buy maybe, maybe the nuggets might be shaped like dinosaurs or the T Rex. I know nuggets. I tell you which one suck or banquet. Oh, That's banquet like, sucks fucking shit. Those are horrible. what are they like a buck oh, or something? Oh, yeah. they're Popeyes. They're Popeyes. Other than that. They're like a dollar or something. I like that dog Menacelli's where you get all that pasta for 99 cents. You know, that shit was good. But I like a Hungry Man, but you don't like it, Jeff? That's fine. I'll get over Oh, I do like the song, though. The song yeah. is pretty good. I give it a A+. Plus. All right. Um, my turn, right? Or Jerry, did you go on this? No, I didn't. Go for it. Uh-oh. -uh. That's Hungry Man to me is the chicken and the cheese fry one. That's my favorite. Alright. Is, is, okay. is it me or does it take like fucking 20 minutes to fucking make sure the mashed potatoes and those things get warm all the way? Yeah, yeah, yes. you got it. I'm good. Yeah, if they take every, like every, certain things out. Don't, don't cook put it them in the microwave, in. cook it in the oven. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. I agree with you. But, it man, is, man. but it takes too long. Though. Who cares? Put it in two hours before There's you want to eat it. There you go. What would you rather have, uh, Jerry? The the microwavable White Castle burgers or uh, a Hungry Man? Well, let me tell you, they both have in common. If you get any of the cold, the mashed potatoes or the White Castle cheeseburger, the fucking nastiest thing in the world, man, to bite into it. It's disgusting. Yes. The Stouffer's macaroni and cheese and lasagna is awesome when you cook it in the oven. There you go. I, I do like the microwave White Castles, but they don't compare, of course, to, you know, actually going yeah. there. It's yeah, like a starlight chili. You can buy it in a can here, but I'd fucking, you know, rather have the real fucking thing. But uh, anyway, this song. Um, I disagree with Angus, man. I really, really like this song. It's like, you know, the, the classic trademark, you know, ACDC riffage. Um, and you mentioned Nick Cliff fucking killing it with the bass. Some might say this is filler, but I think it's killer, man. And. I think this is the second best solo on the album, in my opinion, man. I think it's catchy as fuck. They're five out of five, man. Everybody did Love Hungry yeah. Man, right? Yeah. I just thought it was okay. All right. Yeah. So we and just, you did too, Mark. You did too. I, did, you didn't I said it was okay. There's not a bad song on this album, dude. No. But I mean, there's better ACDC songs. Right. But I think I'm going to predict that Jerry, this is his first five of five, the whole record. Huh? Going in the Night Prowler. All right, we go into Night Prowler, which I picked. 
Glad you motherfuckers didn't pick it. Night Prowler on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs>
All right, man. That was Night Prowler, and I picked this, man. Now, I'm going to give you a little history on this song. If you were in California at this fucking time, we had a little guy named Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. And this song supposedly inspired him to fucking be the Night Stalker. Uh, so, fuck that shit. This is my favorite song off the album. Bond's vocals are so fucking intense. Bass pumping. Angus is fucking bluesy wrists. And that solo will make your ears bleed. He is spinning those notes. He's making my hair stand up on my arms hearing him play on this song. Fucking rules. It's my top five ACD songs ever. And I love at the end of the band to hear Bon Scott's fucking humor. Shazbot. Nanu Nanu. A big props to fucking Robin Williams. A big fucking guy of my fucking childhood with Mork and Mindy. His movies, Good Morning Vietnam. Fucking, he gave him a shout out right there. That fucking ruled before Mork, before Robin Williams was even that big. Let's go to you, uh, Jerry. Oh, I fucking love this song, dude. Um, love the slow and ominous uh, beat to it, man. Um, not exactly a ballad, but kind of close to it in a way, I guess. Kind of like the Jack, I guess, on that line, maybe. Uh, you mentioned the Richard Ramirez crap. You won't get into that. You know, the band got some bad publicity because of that. Um, I fucking love this song, dude. It's another, in my opinion, another undervalued song in their catalog, man. I wish it could uh, be appreciated more. I mean, again, you mentioned the little Bob sense of humor. Fucking cool as hell, dude. R.I.P. to one of the best rock singers ever, Bob Scott. Fucking A.D. He gave me the first five out of five album on the show, dude. Love this album. Love the band, man. Fucking legend, legendary album, man. Well, I think this is my ten, first 10 out of 10 bong rips. I forgot to say that. Fucking album rules. Jeff, what do you think of Night Prowler? Oh, it's, it's pretty nice, man. I was actually going to pick this, but you picked it. I had uh, to. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I was probably because, you know, Richard Ramirez thing, you know, he's... He's a, he's a pretty naughty guy, that man. That scared he's the fuck there. out of me when I was a kid, dude. I always told my mom, are the windows locked? Is this locked? Because we'd be watching the news on that shit. And I'm, I'd go around the house as a kid making sure everything was locked, you know? Oh. Did you ever, like, see, like, the police sketches for the guy? Yeah. And he doesn't even look like the guy. Like, I was like, no wonder I took so long to catch him. Yeah. That, was, that was scary like, what shit. the hell is that? That was, um, and he killed up in Northern California too, Jerry. Did you? Were you scared of him too? In Northern California, I think. You weren't there. I was like, I was like, what early eighties? Yeah, no, no, I was like, I was yeah, yeah. It took like eight years to catch the guy. They had like a like a, this police sketch, and like it's just like when you look at it, it's like who the hell is that? That doesn't look like any. That doesn't look like him at all. <laughs> That doesn't even look like a person. That just scared the fuck out of me. But Jeff, what do you think about the song, man? Oh, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty nice. Um, although, like, wasn't he was called the Night Stalker, not the, yeah, the yeah. Night Stalker? Night but the song is what they said supposedly inspired him to kill. I think probably just because he had that ACDC hat. I mean, probably too. And they and they fucking said, well, it's because of Night Prowler. You know, they look for things, man. Yeah. Um, well, I think, uh, song was, I think the song was written about some guy sneaking into the girl's room. What? And you know what, dude? I, I heard, I heard that, I heard he, uh, that Richard dude. I heard he like listened to Madonna, man. 
So he might not have even been like a big ACDC. He probably was to Huey Lewis quite a bit. Oh like God! You know that might have been that. Like he might not. He might have just had a hat that said ACDC, it's so people player. thought he was cool. But back, yeah. but in reality, he probably was just cranking Madonna. Yeah, Huey Lewis and Night Ranger. So you you moving on from extreme to Huey Lewis now? I don't know why Huey Lewis is getting love letters. On Huey Lewis's sack so much lately. Yes. I don't know. Remember, uh, what was it, uh, Sam Kennison? Didn't he make fun of Huey Lewis? No, he didn't. Uh, yes, he yes, did. He did. You can't yeah, rock uh, and then Huey. At uh, the uh, MTV thing, I think it was? Yeah. Yes. Big ups to Sam Kennison, one of the greatest stand-ups of all time. He is. I love Sam Kennison. He's super duper. Yeah. Dude, he covered Highway to Hell. Yeah. That was pretty rad. Fuck yeah. What's the ratitude uh, meter on this song, Jeff? Uh, two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs up. Oh, oh my like, god. So uh, the star, you get to take this last, buddy. The most controversial song in ACDC's canon, as we've all covered due to the association with Richard Ramirez. And uh, much like my uncle, Charlie Manson's misinterpretation of white album tracks as jerry mentioned this is about a teenage boy sneaking into his girlfriend's room in the middle of the night what the hell do these maniacs get off taking our music and perverting it i am convinced like jeff said he's a madonna and huey lewis fan fuck. and the fuck of it the fuck all of it all this is such a great song probably the bluesiest song on the record fuck yeah which is wild, is they usually put a few more blues tracks on their other albums. Uh, ominous, dark, just absolute perfection. And to think the last words by Bond on an ACDC album is Nanu Nanu. Yeah. Okay. Long, live, long live Bond Scott, long live ACDC, long live rock, and you fuckers that hate, hate, hate ACDC, Suck on a dick, and I hope you die slow. Well, also oh. say long live Robin Williams, man. Well, yeah, but still, it's, it's all about rock on this show. I know. I, Rob Williams is a rocking comedian, man. Yeah, he's, okay. he's all he's, right, I guess. I went Simon Simon Popeye. I think I'm the only fan of the Popeye movie. Well, I it's like Popeye, but then I don't really. like it. You know, it's weird. I saw it in the movies. I saw it in the movie theater, and I loved My it back then. You know. My favorite movie of his was Good Morning Vietnam. Me too. No, 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 World's no, no, Greatest no. Dad is my favorite. Mine, mine is fucking The World According to Garp. I don't know it's not that great, in my opinion. The World like According it. to Garp? Yeah, I didn't care for that too much. Oh, dude, oh, that yeah. movie was sad. I, I thought his underrated movie was Insomnia with Pacino. Oh, that was a good one. Death yeah. to Snoochie and World's Greatest Dad. I love Death to Snoochie. Uh, Dead Poet Society. Dead Poet Society is good too. Yeah. One hour. One hour. One hour photo, man. Patch, I, Patch <laughs> Adams is good too, man. But I love him in Good Morning Vietnam. I don't. Oh. I don't really like those like kind of like wussy movies, man. Those you did. You did. What was the, the? It was Best of Times with him and Kurt Russell. I love that fucking movie. That's not my thing, man. I like the dark comedy. Uh, you just... didn't like Moscow and the Hudson. I like I like a I like a dirty Robin Williams. I like Did you ever see Moscow on the Hudson? Um, I don't think so. No. 
Have you ever seen that one dude? He did a movie with uh, Walter Matthau that was a dark comedy. What was that fucking... Survivors, dude. That's a good movie, too. The worst, wow. movie, the worst movie Robin Williams ever did was The Fisher King. That movie was terrible. Oh, no, 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 no. Jumanji? Jumanji World. Yeah, Jumanji. I kind of liked it. it was like, the worst, the worst movie Robin Williams ever did was if Dreams May Come. Fucking Scientology shit. I think he was the greatest genie. There dude, ever. there's a Scientology movie with Robin Williams? Yeah, it's called If Dreams May Come, dude. What? Is there, like, aliens and stuff? It's just weird, dude. He dies and he's in the alter realm or whatever. I don't know, dude. Is there aliens? I don't think so. But it's... Have you seen it? Yes, it sucks. But I kind of want to see it. So did you see Battleship? Did you see Battles Battleship Earth or whatever that movie is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it is it like that? Kind of. <laughs> it's horrible. Dude, I kind of want to watch this movie it's now. Horrible, man. Yeah, but it'd be fun. Um, oh yeah, uh, what was it? The Bicentennial Man. That movie. Oh, that's a good one too, yeah. Like that movie. That wasn't really good at all. That was horrible. I didn't like that. I liked it. I kind of liked it. I liked it. I was like, what is this garbage, man? <laughs> Robocop! Now that's a robot, man. Yeah. Robocop 1 was the only good Robocop movie. Come Untrue, on. dude. Robocop 2 was very <laughs> rad. Oh, come on. Did you ever see, did you ever see The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty that good. movie rules, dude. <laughs> With Peter Weller. Love that movie. But uh, that was our review of ACDC Highway to Hell. Jerry, you picked it, man. Any final thoughts? That's sad, man. It was pretty, uh, you know, how, how, it just went how I thought it was. I mean, we all love it, man. I just you know, thought it would be a cool fucking thing to do just to celebrate a great album, dude. I know, like I said, I knew we all loved it and appreciated it. I know. Most of my listeners probably do as well. But anyway, um, and great time to be doing this one, man. It's my favorite ACDC album, so thank you, Jerry. Thank you. All right. yeah. So, Jeff, any final thoughts, man, on this album? Uh, it's pretty rad, man. Um, I give it uh, 100 gold stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I I'm just going to say this album rules. It It isn't my favorite ACDC album, but that is uh, Power Age. But it it's up there, man. It's like it's, I think I uh, Bonfire is my favorite ACDC. It's like the greatest hit stuff, kind of. You know, it's a box set. See, I got huh? the box set. It's right here. It's got all the live shit. Yeah, see, dude, that's my favorite. But it comes with Back in Black. I don't know why they it does. Back in black in, it does. I don't know why it they does. Back in Black in there though. It's because it's good, also. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but I would have wanted more like like live shit. <laughs> there wasn't any more. That's it. That's all you got. You got man. more. But, Maybe. Uh, any final thoughts? It was Charles? on backtracks. They saved that stuff for backtracks. Yeah, that's expensive <laughs> shit. Charles, any uh, final thoughts, man? As, as I've said before, and um, I'm sure, and I love the Stones, but I think as far as pure rock and roll, stay true to the roots, nobody, and I repeat, nobody touches ACDC. Greatest rock and roll band of all time. Long live Bon Scott. We miss you, Malcolm. Angus, keep on rocking. How about put out an Axel DC live album, please? And uh, great review today. Uh, it was fun. And as always, of course, Jerry and Mark. And Mark, you rolled with the Huey Lewis punches. 
Uh, of course Appreciate I do. I always do. And uh, but oh, as always, you know, Jeff Beer, thanks for being on, dude. Oh, it's no problem. Fuck yeah. I always like being on here and whatnot. Right on. Yeah, man. And then uh, we get to our tracks of the week, man. And we start with me, because I'll go first, because I'll probably get made fun of this. I like the new album by Candlebox called The Long Goodbye. And I love that song, Cell Phone Jesus. Fucking love it. I played it on NatMetalStation.com. And fucking Matthew Warner loves it, so that's all that matters. But, uh... Oh, we, dude, uh, Candlebox. I went and seen Can I've seen Candlebox in concert before. Were they good? Uh, yeah, yeah. I seen them with uh, Saliva. <laughs> Candlebox. Kevin Martin's got a great voice, man. I'm Candlebox sad they're retiring. Saliva. Man. Yeah, man. I like the old Saliva with, like, click, click, boom. That stuff. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a really cool uh, uh, there's a Zeppelin tribute album where Kevin does Ramble On by Zeppelin it's pretty good Kevin Martin's got a great voice I think people just make fun of the name and don't even listen to the music uh, I don't think it's a name I think it's, it's kind of maybe it's they're a grunge band and they, they were on grunge the dude they, were, they weren't grunge they were rock and roll oh, man. No, they weren't they grunge. grunge no, no they, they were, were like STP mislabeled if they were grunge if you ask them, they were like, yeah, we're grunge, you know? They said they yeah. liked everything. I heard a recent interview with Kevin Martin. He says, we weren't grunge, and the gr the people up there go, how the fuck how the fuck did they get a record contract so quick? They didn't play up here that much in Seattle, you know? They were pissed off at them. So uh, like, no, no. I mean, if you watch probably, like, oh, new fine. interviews, but if you watch old interviews, he's like, yeah, you know, he used to go to the shows in Seattle. Well, he said... That, he said that too, but they were like an up-and-coming band that skipped over a lot of other bands, and they, those bands are pissed at them. So, um, and they're also on Madonna's label. So I yeah, they were on Maverick. Them. That was awesome. And they, Kevin Moore said that uh, Madonna pimped them. She called radio stations to get them to play them, so she helped them out a lot. And you, you got into it. So uh... I love uh, Barry loves Candlebox too, man. So I'm not. Cool. But okay, let's get to the next track. Uh, Jerry, you picked Man in the Wilderness by Sticks. A fucking amazing track. Dude, why'd you pick that one? I was listening to it when you talked to me, and it just, you know, that's how. When you told me to the track, that's the one I picked. So uh, it's a great fucking song, dude. Fucking Grand Illusion album, one of my favorite albums of all time. The, definitely the best by Sticks. Um, I like the crowd, man. That's a days. great album too. Oh Jesus Christ! Don't get me started, please. <laughs> and, yeah, but you know, it's a cool tune, man. All right. I do have one more. I do. I do have one more announcement. Uh, uh, one of our stuff dashes will no longer be on our show because it just fucking broke. Squeaky is no longer in action. You will never hear Squeaky again. The chair broke. Oh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I've been praying for your chair to break or you to buy a new one. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm about to get a new fucking chair now. There is a god. <laughs> Alright, then we get to my track because I gotta let Jeff's track go last because it's fucking killer and fucking cool as fuck. Uh, I, like I said, I picked uh, Charles. You picked uh, the Ramones. Chinese rock, man. Yeah, I sure did. And, uh, 
Hey, there's a lot of Ramones fans out there, so check out this song. Is it, is it original? I don't know. We'll find out next week on the uh, Freeform Rock Podcast. I think that's a week after next, because uh, yours is the 24th. May- oh, yeah, it is next week. Damn. Yeah, it will be. My, yeah, I, I just looked. It was the 16th. Uh, and then, Jeff, <laughs> you picked up <laughs> Gacy, DC. Let there be cock. It's like a live thing. The Doug Pennant comes up from uh, KXM and fucking, uh, fucking, dude, what's that band he's in? King's X? King's X, yeah. I like KXM better than King's X. I'm sorry, but I love me some George Lynch. But man, you pick Gacy DC, Let There Be Cock. I watched that laugh my ass off. Um, yeah, yeah, Gacy DC. Uh, I, th- I went and seen him. Uh, they, tour i just went and seen him in april and it's <laughs> hilarious man if you have a sense of humor and you like acdc then you'll love gacdc with let there be cock they also do uh, instead of heat seeker it's a cock seeker um instead of walk all over you it's come all over you um dirty dudes thunder cheap um yes Oh, and it was just, it was hilarious. It was just the funny, it was so much fun. Like, uh, they do change some of the lyrics. I think, like, in Let There Be Rock, uh, it's, like, seven-year inch or something. (laughs) They say seven-inch dick. (laughs) Um, It was just so fun, you know? And I love King's X, and I think Doug's fantastic. He's a super nice guy. Um, and, you know, he, like, got up on stage and played with him and stuff, and it's great, man. Gacy DC, you can look him up on YouTube. You could probably even see him on tour. I think they played in, uh, San Francisco. Of course they did. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, and, uh, so, yeah, they're great. It was a lot of fun. I love a good tribute band, but I even, I love even more a tribute band with a gimmick. Daisy DC, Metallica, Max Sabbath. Um, you ever seen Dread Zeppelin? No. Dread Zeppelin. Ooh. See, I love a tribute band with a Even good the reggae versions of Led Zeppelin songs. Got a fat Elvis impersonator. Do do doing like Heartbreaker and stuff. Yeah. That's yeah. good stuff, man. All right, man. So that was our episode of ACDC Highway to Hell. Jerry, any fu- any uh, let let's go get the fuck out of here, whatever. Let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. All right, Charles. Uh, not, no. It was a fun episode, and uh, rock out with your cockouts. I'll bring that up, Mac, and uh, I'm exhausted. So no video for me. I'm sorry. Okay. All right, man. Let's get the fuck out of here, J- Jeff. Thank you for being on here again, and uh, you're always appreciated. And let's get the fuck out of here.
Watch out, you have to protect yourself because you don't know where this is. Hey! You ready? You're going to break the tooth. I know where it's going to
check that one off my list. Oh my god. For the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the free form rock show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.